Welcome to Friday Vibes. No script, just chat. We talk all things food and beverage and so much more. Feel our vibe and search for Friday Vibes on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And make sure to give us a five-star review. Now your hosts, me, Alex Bear with Genius Juice and Wade Yeti. All right, welcome to episode 37 of Friday Vibes. I am your now standing, I have a stand-up desk now, so I'm not sitting down anymore. That's why I'm going back and forth like this. So I'm Alex Bear, uh, co-founder and CEO of Genius Juice, and my, got the, got the direction right, my humble and awesome South-located co-host, Wade Yenny, out there in North Carolina. How you doing, buddy? Good, man. How you doing? Doing very good. Southern man, I should say. Well, you're a Midwestern man, and now you're a Southern man. Exactly. Yeah. So we uh, we are currently under a lot of rain right now. With everything going on, right? Yeah, um, yeah. It started pretty much around 7 o'clock this morning and really hasn't stopped, to be honest. It's, it's pretty crazy. I mean, not I, you know, I'm not crying or anything. It's not. It certainly isn't what uh, Florida went through, but it's been nonstop all day and i think it's gonna it's just now gonna start to pick up i think the uh county just declared a state of emergency Mm -hmm. and uh i mean just just in preparation it's it's i think the winds are like 25 miles an hour or so so yeah should be an eventful day we we uh went to the store yesterday and uh got some supplies so we are good for the weekend if we need to be ready to go yeah shelf stable supplies right well we got some refrigerated product, but we got some ice. We got some ice packs. We got all that stuff. We're good. Yeah, I think we'll be all right. Are the stores being like stormed with people and stuff like that's missing from the shelf? All that kind of hysteria. Yeah. So obviously, if you look in the uh, south, the areas that were impacted by the uh, by the uh, storm, it was pretty crazy over the weekend and even Monday or so, as as people were getting ready and you know water sales were through the roof and just you know the, people were being smart. And then uh, you know we actually had some stores that were closed, uh, I mean, some electrical issues, some you know refrigeration issues, yada yada. Uh, and but here locally, it was it what I saw yesterday was people doing the same thing. It was just really stocking up. I mean. I went to one of our stores and then also uh, one of the competitors and both were extremely busy. So uh, yeah, it's should be uh, it's been good for business. I don't know how that'll translate over the next week or so as people work into their hurricane supplies, but uh, yeah, it's, it's been fun. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And uh, yeah, I can see a lot of those staples being taken off the shelf. Like you said, probably a lot of canned items are being taken off the shelf. A lot of ice supplies, water, Yep. Kind of the staple, staple items. You got Um, it. So uh, just a, uh, for those that are astute enough, which I think is almost our entire audience, people are very, uh, you can agree, Wade, our audience, our our viewers and fans are very detail oriented. Brilliant. They're brilliant. They're, They're brilliant, you know? And so you can notice that my background has changed. I no longer have just the wall, which is now on that side over there, but we've had to, uh, reposition everything to make room for the baby. So this is no longer my office. This is now, uh, as of last weekend, the nursery. I'm just here visiting, basically. And so I got this. Um, uh, I'm not going to do the Parker thing where I, where I can show you everything, but because I'm pretty locked in with my computer here. But 
Um, I have a stand-up desk now, which is awesome. And I cannot tell you how enjoyable a stand-up desk is until you get tired. But it just, it, you know, it helps you. You can stand, you can kind of move around. Like, you know, especially during meetings, like hour-long meetings or hour-long podcasts, I can kind of get more energy going and kind of move around and be a little more animated with <clears> my <throat> body language. But literally where my desk was is the crib. And I am not a handyman, um, but I, I helped build the crib and with my neighbor, but I built the dresser changing station, which you've been there, Wade, uh, all by myself. We went on, a, we had an Ikea party and the dresser, which when you look at this dresser, I'm looking at it right now, a three drawer, you know, maybe four feet wide dresser. I would think maybe it takes like an hour to build. It took me seven hours to build it. Seven hours. Part of that is because I'm an idiot when it comes to building things. I mean, I, I think I actually put something backwards, one of the panels, and my wife's like, I don't think that's supposed to be there. Like, what are you doing? So, but needless to say, um, this is now converted to a nursery. Uh, our baby is, is close. We're literally, uh, end of October is the due date. And as we're taping this, we're in the last day of September. So it is, it is coming and we have the nursery chair. We have everything here. So we're all excited here. And that's why I got this new view. And, and for those that are not, that are not watching right for, you know, you listen to the podcast later, it's a mirror behind me. You can literally see what, what is going on on my, you know, like literally I could be on the screen here, you know, on whatever, uh, you know, browsing the internet and you would see exactly what I'm doing. So I need to figure out a way to hide this mirror behind me. And I have, we haven't figured that out yet. So. That's fabulous. So um, is your stand-up desk one of those adjustable ones? So check it out. Yeah, that's, no, I have, that's what I have. At, no. I have one of those at work and it's, it's pretty slick. Yeah. yeah. I like it. Here, here, I just have the manual one, which I'll do to help. <laughs> you know, this is the, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's kind it can be a stand-up desk if I want it to be, but, but it doesn't always work that way, but uh, it is nice. It's nice to have that option if you can, uh, if, if you want it and, so my, my question is, is when, when the baby arrives, uh, is the baby going to give sound effects in the background or it's it, your, your home office or how's that going to work? Uh, you know, and I appreciate the congratulations. I saw some comments come in, so we'll shout it out. But I think what's going to happen is my voice, some have told me my voice can be a little bit loud. Um, that's a shocker to me. That's a shocker. I'm usually, I'm very soft-spoken, very soft-spoken, but um, very likely if the baby is sleeping, um, and again, I've never been a father before as my first child, I'm most likely going to take it out of the office or the nursery. And, and we, I do all my meetings in the living room at the dining room table. But if the baby is up and about or, you know, nursing or anything like that, my wife, then I could be in here, no problem. And actually, one thing that I learned is that in the first three months, especially, the bait you want the baby to hear your voice, especially the first like two weeks or a month. The more they hear your voice, the more they recognize it. So as they grow up, they're like, oh, that's dad, right? That's his voice. I've heard that's very comforting and soothing to the baby. So yeah. Um, if anyone invites me to talk more, you know, I'm gonna talk more and that's a good thing for the baby. So I'm gonna talk more. So there you go. Right on. Uh, so now has there been a gender reveal yet? Oh yeah. Yeah, so the post I made um, two months ago now, 
It has. Okay. Okay. All right. Boy. I didn't know if it was if I I knew, but I didn't know if it was official like out there. Okay. I yeah, forgot well, to post. I forgot to post. No worries. I mean, I post every other day, so it, it all kind of blurs together, right? Um, <laughs> and yeah, uh, you know, like all of us, they're LinkedIn influencers. But yeah, baby boy, late October, and uh, we are excited and um, cool. So thank you, everyone. Um, I'm also going to, this is actually really cool. Talk about community. I am rushing over to our LinkedIn event that's happening now, our podcast, so I can post the registry. Nice. The registry. Someone asked, what is the registry? I will say, though, uh, let me let me open it up here. I'm going to say, just send your Venmo uh, account or your, uh, your cash account. So it's Bye Bye Baby. Uh, that is the account. I just posted it there so you can copy and paste on your browser. We love a gift. I will say uh, a cash equivalent, like you said, Wade, is best because we probably have everything. You can't see everything in this room, but it, it, we, it, it's like a mini Bye Bye Baby in this nursery right now. Uh, Bye Bye Baby, by the way, is a store that's owned by Bed Bath & Beyond. It's like a, a baby store that's big out here. And so um, cash equivalent, and we can use the cash to buy diapers and formula or bottles. That would be awesome to me. So thank you, Friday Vibes community for that and LinkedIn community. Um, I'm going to reset the room because that was a kind of a seven to eight minute topic. Um, and let's get back on to the podcasting stuff. So um, sponsors, if you want to be a sponsor on our show, we have one open in November. We have a couple open in December. We will wear your swag and we'll get a little bit weird. Drink weird. It's our today's sponsor. And we'll wear your swag. We'll talk about your, your brand, your product. Um, if we have it, we'll show you. Boom. I think your sticker's a little shinier than mine. I, I kind of, yeah, I rubbed it out. But but anyway, we'll sponsor. And so please reach out to FridayVibes100 at gmail.com. And we can do that. Um, and then as always, um, you know, guests, if you want to be a guest on our show, we're getting a lot of requests. I think it's hard to handle all of them when we don't have an admin. Um, but if you want to be a guest, please reach out to us, FridayVibes100 at gmail.com. Only requirement is that you vibe with us. That's it. That's it. It's easy, right? Yeah. I mean, Wade's a cool guy. You know, I could be kind of rough around the edges, but if you get both of us, you're in. You're in. Uh, so some comments here, and then we'll go into the no script, just chat part. Uh, let me shout out. New guy, right? Uh, I thought I thought at first it weird Weird Al Yankovic. It's Gregory <laughs> Yankel Yankel Ingolovich. Is anything happening here? Uh, we are here. So we started a couple. We minutes are here. Ago. There's lots of things happening, Gregory. There's lots of things happening. Tom Malingo, hello all. Happy Friday. They're fresh off their their uh, pitch slam a couple weeks ago. Patrick Otten, you ought to know who Otten is. Good afternoon, Friday Vibes crew. He is. Basically, the guy through his company, it's Conduit CPG, I believe. Yep. And uh, he has a couple brands under his belt that he consults. Um, and those are our sponsors today. So uh, we have uh, the Weird Water and also Defiant Coffee as our sponsors today. More on that. Billy Jackson, Jimbo's Weird Shirt Wade. Christian. Yeah, that's kind of alliteration there, right? 
Yeah. Weird shirt Wade. Weird shirt Wade. Sounds like a garbage pail kid or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> that could be a thing. Dude, now, by the way, we got to stop there. <laughs> Explain. You dated yourself a little bit there. Okay. Garbage pail kids. What yes. Is it? Well, so garbage pail kids were, for those of us around my age or in the, in the realm of my age, were the anti-Cabbage Patch Kids. So Cabbage Patch Kids were all the rave and what, what that had to be, I'm going to say early eighties, I'm early guessing. 80s. Yep. And they were like, uh, I don't, I'm trying to get, put that into the, any, anyone that's new um, that's watched or like younger. Um, what's, what's comparable? What, what, you know, is it, is it Pokemon? Is it, I don't, I don't know. I'm just trying to think something that there was a lot of interest I, in. I got one. I got okay. one. You know, the, uh, the, the Funkel. Funko heads, Funko pops. Oh yeah, Funko. Yeah, yeah. Funko. Um, but but was there ever a run on those? Like like Cabbage Patch Kids, it was like bonkers, right? I mean, they were like waiting lists. Yeah, Funko it was, was pretty big. It was cool. pretty big. Yeah, it was crazy. So these dolls and um, I don't even I, I don't even know how to describe them. But uh, so Garbage Pail Kids came out and they were kind of the anti Cabbage Patch Kids. So Cabbage Patch Kids were nice and you know, smiley and happy and, you know, oh, just right. They were dogs. Yeah. yeah. And then garbage pail kids were like the other side of the tracks and dirty. And I'm trying to, you know, your cabbage, your cabbage patch kid, you could name, um, but the garbage pail kids and, and cabbage patch kids were dolls. Garbage pail kids were mostly cards, cards. I believe. Yep. And they had, yeah, they had names like, and they came out about the same time. Um, and they had names like I'm looking here, uh, Adam Bomb. Um, yeah, I that just, one. yeah. Uh, I'm trying to see the other ones. I can't. Adam Bomb keeps Cookie Cookie Cut Cooper, uh, Larry Lindsay, uh, Dan Opener, and yeah, just Google it. You'll see what I'm talking about. Slobby Robbie. Um, yeah, I don't think they would work as well today because they um, uh, Beanie Babies. Hank, that's a good. That's a good one. Beanie right Babies there. is a good. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. That's yeah. a good one. Everyone knows Beanie Babies. Hopefully. So, anyways, yeah, it's uh, that's uh, weird, weird hat Wade or weird shirt Wade. I think could be a garbage pail kid. That might be something uh, we can work on. Yeah, maybe like a halfway house between cabbage and garbage. I don't see it as garbage, but I don't see it right. as cabbage. You know, you're right. kind of in the middle there. I'm in the middle. Yeah. So, so uh, yeah, I was going to say, and we got to come up with one, you know, um, for you, Alex. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it could be something like, uh, I don't know. Uh, we'll think of one. Uh, there's one that actually, uh, when I used to show up a couple minutes late or right on time or, bare, you know, just almost there. And I have that kind of here, right? Like I showed up literally at 2.31 PM and I brought Wade on here and then we started two minutes late. So people call me because my last name is Bear. It's a play on my last name of Barely, spelled like my last name, Barely on time. Nice. I like that. Yeah, I like that. Barely on time, Bear, you know? Um, And then in golf, which that's a good segue, I have my legendary, I got this uh, shirt. Uh, my wife gave it to me on my birthday. It was cool. She gave me also a, a tiger, a tiger woods club cover. It doesn't have a fate. It's not tiger woods, his head. That'd be a decapitated. head. wouldn't really, it'd be kind of creepy, but it's a, um, it's a tiger, like what tiger woods puts on his, on his driver. So I got one of those. So, um, but, uh, in golf, 
uh, they call me bogey bear. That's another one because over 60% of my scores are bogeys. I get all bogeys when I play. I'm a bogey player. Um, let's is, that, is that regular bogeys or is that like double, single, triple bogeys? Because I, I would be like uh, four, or five, four or five of those bogeys, yeah, at least. At yeah, least. Be, you'd be like uh, quad, quad bogey Wade. Quad, wad. Quad, bogeys. wad. Quad yeah, Wade. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, I get mostly single bogeys. I mean, I'm, I'm shooting typically in the mid-80s. So typically you're getting about half bogeys and half pars, but I do blow up on a couple holes where I get like a double or a triple where I do a bad drive. And then I'm just doomed on that hole right um, or goes in the water. Um, but needless to say, uh, let's get back to some of the comments. Oh, wow. He's here. Yeah. What's going on? Mark is in the house. You got John Belay. Oh yeah. This is um, uh, Nunos, Nunos Creamery. Okay. So first timer on here, but uh, so John Belesis, Belesis, sorry, Beles, Belesis, his brother is Jimmy Belesis, and Jimmy Belesis owns Westside Market in New York. It's a prominent what? chain. Yeah. Hmm. And they're in the city. They're in Manhattan, the Upper West Side, and Welcome, uh, and they brought us. They brought us. In. Have you have you been to West Side or have you? I've not. I've not been to West Side in New York. Um, <clears throat> there is, uh, gosh, in Akron, Ohio, um, there's a West something, um, West Side or West West Side Market in Akron uh, or West Point Market in Akron. So that's interesting. Or I'm looking here because it says. The West Side Market in Cleveland, Ohio, I thought so, um, is the country's largest indoor-outdoor market. So when I think of West Side, I think of Cleveland. It's, it's right off the river. Um, yeah, which is a really cool place. But I'm sure New York is is obviously going to be very cool as well. Yeah, it's basically like I can see kind of the Ohio ones, Midwest, you know, West. This right. one's just on like, I think they're one of their first stores was on the Upper West Side of, of New York and that's where the name came from. And I remember visiting Jimmy for the first time and these stores, you know, you're talking to bodega, like you, you go in and you see like fruit and baskets and things on the outside of the store because they have no room inside the store <laughs> for all the mm. produce. And I remember walking in, I'm like, Hey, I'm here to see Jimmy. And they're like, can you say that again? In a New York accent, I'm like, Oh, I'm here to see Jimmy. And they're like, okay, now we can talk to you. And his office was, you had to pull down a ladder and it was an upstairs kind of almost attic nice. where his office was. Like it was literally that tight. Like mm -hmm. you're literally, I couldn't even stand up all the way in his office. So, so shout out to Nuno's Creamery. It's a great yogurt that I love. It's here in the Sprouts locally and shout out to West Side Market, you know, Jimmy Bellasis and his brother, George. Um, let's keep going here through some other comments uh, is there a registry? I, uh, I have posted that Patrick Auden. My wife is due 1120. Okay. Congratulations. Is that your first Patrick? Thankfully we have enough space to keep my office mine. Well, see, the problem is I'm in California. There's no space out here. Hank Watt, uh, he's with the, uh, the berry, right? The one that makes everything taste sweet. Exactly. Uh, Papa Alex, congrats on number one. Thank you. Christian, time to convert the garage. Um, I wish I had one. It's a it's a condo complex. Um, but, but, but what else? 
Michael Bendos. Michael's a great name. Just saying that's for the kid. A uh, couple more and then we'll get back to it. Uh, Mark is here. There's a Mark sighting. Yeah. Is that the LinkedIn user? No, it, for me, it showed up as Mark. Okay. I ought to I have to track him down. I don't see him. And uh, let's see what else. Okay, I think we're good. So let's get back to it. Um, what's been going on for you this week besides, well, well, the big topic, I'm going to back up here. Expo East, Expo yep. East happening right now. So uh, people are, have tra I've already traveled there where I think they're into day two right now. People went there on 927, 9, I think 920, 928 was kind of the pre show. 929, which was Thursday, was the actual show. Day one, 930 was day two. What is it kind of looking like to you, Wade? Because we're seeing pictures and LinkedIn posts. So what do you, what do so, you think? So uh, I had three category managers there and they, they went in on Wednesday and they actually most, uh, well, I say most of them, there's three, right? It sounds like I have a 15, but anyways, uh, Several of them, they were supposed to come back today, but a couple of them changed their flight to come back last night because I didn't, I haven't checked air, the air schedule and everything here, but I'm guessing there's been a lot of cancellations just because of everything that's going on. Um, so they, they want, they didn't want to stay in Philly for the weekend. I don't blame them. Um, and that's nothing against Philly. That's just, you know, uh, to be away from home and just, you know, the show's over. It's just kind of, yeah. So uh, they came in last night. I haven't got the full report yet. Uh, I did see some pictures. Um, you know, the posts that you've seen on everything I've seen, the show was a good turnout. I The one thing from an outsider that wasn't there that disappointed me, uh, I had the opportunity to watch the, the pitch slam. At least I wanted to, but I, I couldn't. And I, I feel like in, in past events – you could log on to the site and you didn't have to be registered or anything. They, they were live streaming some of the things that were going on there. And I didn't see that as an option this time. And I don't know, maybe, maybe I, I feel like I'm technolo technologically sound, but maybe I missed something. Maybe I didn't go to the right link, but I, I mean, I tried for a good five, 10 minutes. And I was like, okay, I'll just read the recap later. But I feel like they had some content that was coming pretty regularly from past events, you know, whether it was, you know, speeches or what have you. And it, I, I haven't checked today, but when I was checking on Thursday, uh, yesterday, there wasn't much that you could access aside from, you know, I think there's like a one minute promo video or, or intro or something like that. And it kind of disappointing. And, and I guess, you know, if it's a money-making event, uh, everyone knows that, but uh, if, if you weren't able to attend, uh, with, without dropping a lot of coin, it would have been nice to be able to see some things, uh, you know, as far as streaming or even on demand. I don't know. What, what do you think? Yeah. I mean, I, I haven't even gone to check, you know, what is it, what is, what is out there as far as media goes, whether it's, um, you know, pitch slam or videos from the, from the actual show. I know that, uh, BevNet, even though it's not going to be live, they do a fantastic job at covering the events typically. Like they have interviews, they go to brands, you know, they go to all the booths and they're, they're everywhere, right? You probably have seen them like running around with like their cameramen and everything. And they're really, really good. But I think the, you know, I have not really tried to tune in, but I think the bigger 
The bigger topic is, is it necessary to be there? And it's a very controversial thing because people are there right now. I mean, they're, you know, I assume that half the people there have us in their headphones while they're going into meetings. At least half. At, at least, least half. Yeah. I mean, we're a necessary part of the day. It's a ritual. At this we point. probably should have coordinated to be like on the screen there and done some kind of live thing going on there. Totally. Totally. Yeah. I mean, yeah, our voices need to be booming throughout the, you know, the halls. So, uh, but I'm just like, I look at it now. I, I couldn't go for obvious reasons, you know, with a baby that's any day now, um, you know, your team went, um, it's good. You're on the East coast. You know, you want to go, you're on the East coast, but I'm looking at more of like the West coast brands that we have Expo West. It's in March. It's the Super Bowl. It's the, it's like five to 10 times bigger than East. East has made a nice comeback before it was kind of, tapering off a little bit when it was out of when it was at Baltimore. And then now it's at Philly. There's reignited new life, kind of breathing new life into that event. But I question, is it really worth, are you really going to get your return on investment by going, having a booth, uh, you know, running into buyers, how many buyers will be there? Um, fresh markets there, but like how many are there to actually really get your return on investment? And the cost is extremely high to be, to go there. I mean, we've talked about that. It's, you know, 10,000 for the booth plus freight travel, your people, hotels, you're talking 20 K plus. But one thing I, I, I will say is there is a thing that I've noticed that I think a lot of people like to go because of the, the buzz around it. You go, you be there. There's, it's a social party. You see people, you build relationships. I get all that. That's really valuable. But I always ask, after you take out all the fuzzy, you know, good feelings and seeing people, are you truly getting a return by spending three days there and spending fifteen to twenty thousand dollars? I think the answer is no for East, um, but for West, you know, I think it's closer to a yes for the actual booth. So, are the prices comparable for West and East, or is West more expensive than East? You know, I've never exhibited at East. You know, this is from what, you know, from talking with other people that have been there. Well, and I think when I look the, the, the price for East, even to walk, if I'm not mistaken, was a grand, right? Am I right about that? Like not, not for retailer, for a brand. Like manufacturer, like you'd be a base, like you're making a product and yeah. So I think like consultants brand, like, you know, basically you're going there to try to get business. Right. And they want to they know that you want it. So they're going to up the price on that. The demand is high. And yeah, it's like over a grand. And I would think the booths are the same east or west. I'm on the website now and it tells me that if you're a qualified retailer, if you were early bird through August 14th, it was free. But if you're there today, you know, on site, it's ninety five bucks. And the same for a qualified health practitioner a qualified distributor of finished goods, a qualified food service. But then when you get into manufacturers, supplier, raw ingredient distributor, investor, business services, and guest, it's 1095 Early bird for most of those was, was 895 But if you're there late after the fact, it's, it's $1,095 and children are 55 bucks. So yeah, it's, it's, it's not cheap. Yeah. And I think it goes to show you that they want to get in as many buyers as possible in there because 
you know, it's good to network with each other and like, oh, there's a brand I know. And oh, I know that CEO, but it, but we're all there to build our business, build our revenue, make connections, build a, build a relationship, and then eventually sell into a store. That's why people are typically there. Or you're a vendor, a consultant, and you want to get a brand, right? You want to pitch them on your services and then get them to hire you, right? And all that. So I think that's why they make the path of least resistance for a category manager or a buyer or a VP of purchasing. And uh, they want them there because the more buyers there, the more value. And I remember when I called um, New Hope, right? New Hope runs Expo West. When, when they really pitched me on a booth, what do they go through? What list? Here are all the retailers that are coming. You know, we have Target, Walmart, Whole Foods. And the, right. the one thing they don't tell you is, are the people going actually making decisions? You know, right. You know, there's a, you know what I'm, you know where I'm coming from because you have an entrepreneurial mind as well, yep. where, you know, you could talk with someone who knows the category manager or maybe they're an assistant to the category manager and you can get them to like you and eventually get a pathway to the decision maker, but nothing replaces face to face with the decision maker, getting them really excited about it, building a relationship. And you're much more likely to secure more business that way. So that's also what kind of bothered me is I remember we went to like another trade show. I won't say which one, um, but you can probably guess what it is. It's another prominent natural trade show. And we had a booth, we did all the work. And I'm like, dude, there are no decision makers here. They sent all their assistants and no one can make a decision on the floor at all. And so it, it just makes it harder for the sales process. Um, so I'm going to go to some comments because a few came up about Expo West. But what are your thoughts, Wade? I mean, everything I'm, I'm, I'm I like to, I'm just being straight, straight shooter here on the value or no value or the problems with it. What are your thoughts on uh, kind of that difficulty of getting to that decision maker? And yeah, like well, in my past, when I was, you know, not not where I'm at now from a from a hierarchy standpoint. I, I was always in a position that I could make, and, and this isn't egotistical. This is just saying when I went to a show, I was able to buy. And I say that because most of the shows that I frequented over the years have been buying shows, which in my opinion, I, we've talked about this. I don't feel that Expo is necessarily, necessarily a buying show per se. It's more or less a show and tell new items, uh, you know, and maybe looking for new opportunities and or uh, new doors, right? It's not. It's not something. When I talk about holiday shows, or you know, you look at your wholesaler, your you know, your primary wholesaler shows, where you're planning a quarter or a half at a time, and and you're making buys with pallets and shippers and all those things. That's not what goes on at Expo. That's it, it's more of a this is who we are, this is what we do, and you know, it's a different ball game. But in my opinion, you know, it. it in my position now, it, it would be a good experience to send uh, a assistant category manager or something like, you know, that level someone, it would be a good experience for them to see it. But would I do that in place of someone that could actually make the decision to your point in, in today now? No, I wouldn't do that. It wouldn't be time well spent. Would I send a CM and an ACM together? Absolutely. That would be good. I mean, it, the CM's making decisions, you know, building the ACM up and, and walking together, explaining there's coachable moments there. There's training, all things makes a lot of sense. Would I send an ACM alone 
without a CM present? Probably not just because, you know, when you talk about the time, money invested, you know, whether it's time away from work and money, you know, and that's not a knock against, you know, someone that's that's not of that level. It's it's simply to your point, when you look at it from a brand side or a broker service side, you want to it's got to be money well spent. And if you look at it from a retailer side, time away from work, uh, certainly that person can come back with some pictures and and some ideas and things. But then if if it's there's all this follow up required, you know, and it's it probably wasn't the best use of time. But I, I think it's it's certainly there are some opportunities from a coaching, training, educational standpoint. Mm-hmm. But but I I would I I totally agree with where you're coming from just simply because you know it if if the person that you're that's there can't make decisions it's 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 kind of like you know it's you're not getting much return for your investment and we've already talked about the money that's that's there as far as how much it costs so yeah and 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 really like to try to go from and again nothing against someone who can make a decision because they're important right because they gather the information, they learn, it's an educational process for them where they could eventually be groomed to be a higher up category manager. But there's definitely a kind of the game of telephone, right? Uh, Every, for every human body that, you know, um, or ear you have to go through, um, you know, more than one, the message gets diluted, right? Because you know, you can't expect an assistant category manager to be an expert on every brand that they see, right? There's too many, it's overwhelming. So that that is an issue. And then, you know, you probably have heard this too. And this is like, this is another fundamental uh, uh, challenge with being a buyer is you're so busy, right? There's so many brands, you're so busy. And a lot of brands don't understand that, right? Some do, but most don't really, really fully get how busy you are and how how you're being approached like, so often. So like when they, when they see you at a show and if you're a decision maker, they're like, this may be my only opportunity to actually talk with this person. I've been trying to call them, email them. And again, most, most buyers are accessible, but it's just a law of numbers. You have too many things going on. It's just, it's very hard to, uh, to pay attention to everyone. And so like they may pounce, you know, on that buyer because they're like, I've never seen them before. I don't even know what they look like until right now. I see their badge. And so like, that's another fundamental issue with the shows is like, you can't reach them by email or phone. So you're literally trying to make everything happen on the show floor, do a pitch. And you kind of come across as a hard sell, which is a really big turnoff. But I could see where brands are coming from, where they're like been waiting a year to get to that person. Um, And then, uh, you know, the other thing too, that parlays in that way, is you, you talked about this before, a lot of buyers like to go incognito, you know, um, where they just like to see what's out there. You know, what are the new trends? What are the new products? It's very educational yeah. and browsing, and they're not there to write an order. They're not there to bring in any new brands. And so that's a problem. You have brands that are desperate trying to get to the buyer. You have buyers that are like, dude, I don't want to be hard sold on the floor. I just want to enjoy my time and see my colleagues and see my friends and brand partners. And they're on, they're incognito and they hide their badge. So no one even knows who they are. So I don't know. It's, there's no answer to this. It's just, it's just challenging. I, I, and we've talked about this. I've been, I a hundred percent of guilty of that in the past. Have, and, and, and really, I, for, about, I would do the same thing if I were you. 
Well, yeah. for me, you know, you talk about it and there's people that literally are paying a thousand dollars just to walk the floor. And certainly from a retailer's perspective, when you're there, you want to be able to see things. And, and I'm a, and again, I've talked about this before too. I've, I'm such a advocate of, of not scheduling appointments. I, I want to be able to get around and, and what have you. And, and, and if I want to schedule one, once I'm there, it's one thing, but doing so in, in advance limits your freedom to get around. And I, I mean, you're talking, you, you look at this example and obviously uh, Ian affected this, but, or impacted it. You have such a short window there to get through this enormous show. And if you're, whether it's five minutes, 10 minutes, 15, 20, if you're scheduling yourself in advance where you're bogged down, it, it, it just, to me, it, it, it's again, not time well spent. And, and that's just always been my take. I'm not saying it's right. It's just been the way I operate. And it, it, again, if I'm there, if I'm walking and I come across something I want to see and say, hey, if you have a few minutes later and then schedule, it, it's one thing. But for me, two weeks in advance, hey, can we schedule an appointment? No, no, I want to be able to walk the floor. And if I'm there, I see something I want to talk more in depth about, then let's talk. But but to do so in advance before you even get to the venue, it's just, oh man, that's such a drainer. But Again, I see your side. You you've got one shot. You know, don't miss your chance to blow. This opportunity comes one, once in a lifetime. You know, I, a wise man said that once. Um, but uh, I, I don't know. I I think it's 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 a never ending story. You know, you've got your side. I've got my side. Um, I, for the most part, everything I've seen has been positive. I, I don't think you know there was a lot of you know and and you know because I know you talked about it on on some of your shows. Uh, a lot of negativity coming from West, some things that happen. I, I haven't seen anything like that from Philly, which is good. So hope they change some of their policies and some of their practices. Uh, the events that I saw before and after seemed like they were good. Um, but it, the other thing that I would say that I've seen is that it's, it's there's there's a kind of this cloud in the air and it's not in it's this cloud in the air like with some brands that are you know kind of teetering and uh it just it feels like you know there's some desperation you know financially and and really you know like the once an opportunity thing right it's it's some brands that are probably not going to be around for west you know that's you know less than six months away at this point it's what four four months away, yeah. and I yeah. and, and I, it's it, it's kind of in the air, you know, and 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 there's been a lot of conversation on LinkedIn about, um, you know, about the positivity and all those things that you know, and and not seeing the bad and and the ugly and things like that, and I think unfortunately, given the inflationary times we're in, and some of the things that are going on, there's going to be some ugly out there, and and unfortunately, it's it's probably coming sooner rather than later. I don't know. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, uh, I think it's definitely going to be tougher times ahead and the market has been plummeting. Um, I mean, we're at 29,300 right now. And I think a week ago or two weeks ago, we were at 31,000. So, um, but that's another big subject is like, you know, brands want to be there because it's a status, it's a status icon. You know, I'm at Expo West, come see our booth at Expo West. And I decided, you know, for the first time in, you know, a few years, um, even though there was COVID and all that, but we did a couple shows in a row and all that. 
you know, I decided to walk the floor at Expo West, um, which I mentioned on the show before. And I was able to have the freedom, right, to see people, run into people, have conversations. Like, you know, if someone stopped me and I'm like, dude, I want to talk with you. I want to form that connection. We've, we've kind of skated around each other on LinkedIn, but never got to know each other. I've, I've never seen you in person. I don't want in the back of my mind to worry about my booth. Oh, is, uh, do we have enough product there? Oh, man, Susie has to take lunch. John has to take lunch. Who's going to cover for them? Oh, man, am I going to miss a buyer that's going to come by my booth? And so it really just it was like almost like a breath of fresh air where I just got to walk, met with investors, met with buyers. And by the way, all the buyer meetings, if you don't schedule in advance, good luck, like trying to get a, you know, a buyer meeting. Um, we, I think, we, so I told you my take on that. So are there a lot of buyers that do accept meetings in advance? They what they do is I have a strategy in this whole thing, um, which I'll share on here. Uh, normally, oh, wow. I, normally, normally I would charge a hundred dollars an episode, you know, or you, you'll have to PayPal me right now before I say anything. Anyone watching right now. But what I like to do is I email them at least about a month in advance, at least about a month. And I say, Hey, I'm going to be at Expo West. I know you're probably going to be at Expo West, you know, and they say, yeah, I'll be there. I'd love to see you there. What days are you going? Okay. I'm going to go Friday. And so I say, okay. Um, I don't set a meeting. I just say, okay, Friday, I'll be there too. And then that's it. And I just, I shut up for like three weeks. Then I come back, you know, like a week before or five days before and say, Hey, you know, just remind, I know it's crazy as short as possible in the email, as short as possible say, Hey, I know you're going to be there Friday. What time about are you going to be walking the floor? And they say, I'll be walking the floor between one and 4 PM. What hall are you going to be? And I ought to be in North hall. And then I ask them, sometimes it works. Sometimes it does. But I say, Hey, you know, we can keep in touch by mobile, by cell phone. And sometimes they don't give that to me, but if they do, I say, let's just keep in touch because we can coordinate a time where we're both on the floor at the same time and have an impromptu one-on-one. -on -one. And if it works for you, great. Now, if you're too busy, that's fine. We don't have to meet. So I make it very non-pressure. Just if we are able to meet, you're walking, I'll walk the show with you. And so, you know, usually I get their number because, you know, most buyers are very nice and uh, they trust me enough to know I'm not going to like hound them. And so I text them a couple hours before I'll be on the floor, North Hall, this floor. Will you still be there? Yep. All right. I'll meet you there. And then we meet. And what I do is I don't have a one-on-one -on -one meeting facing each other. I never do that. We walk the floor together. That's what we do. We walk the floor together. I get to know them. I get to know their category managers or assistant category managers. And that has been the best way to not come off as high pressure, just have a conversation and build a relationship. And then after that, I follow up. That is much more effective than saying, meet me at the fountain at 2 p.m. Right. You have a meeting because they're not going to make it. You know, right. they're not going to make it. Now you realize you have everyone listening or watching now and, and downloading after the fact your strategy. You're going to have to come up with a new one because that one's shot, right? Well, you know what? I, I share the love because there's plenty of business out there for everyone. You know, as long as you're, you know, not selling in another coconut smoothie, I'm good. <laughs> So um, some comments, by the way, just to reset the room. This is episode 37. And also, I just want to give a little preview to our sponsor for this week. I mean, we already said it. I'll say it again. 
weird tea. There is something effing weird going on here. It's happening. Right. And I got the, the hat, drink weird, still with a sticker on it. And they're going to be giving out uh, each. There's going to be two prizes, two winners, $100 each, $100 each. Now, can the same winner win twice? Mm. I don't know. I think that's a yes, right? Maybe, maybe not. Well, maybe so. We'll see, see what happens, right? I mean, it's going to be interesting. Yep. We also have uh, next week's sponsor is Grown As Mac. Next week's after that is Milani's. We have a we have a guest coming up in a couple of weeks, Chris Moe, and then we have Matt Levine, and we have Adam Bremen of Can Do Keto Crisp. So some great guests lined up between now and Thanksgiving. And as always, you can uh, find us on Apple Podcast. Um, so some comments here, and then uh, let me just get through these. Sean Riley said, "Do you accept wipes?" I will. I mean, I already gave you the advice, so I already pulled the trigger on it. But if you want to send some wipes my way, you know, um, do you have like baby wipes? That'd be pretty awesome. If you have some of those, um, email Friday vibes, 100 at gmail.com. I'll get you the address. If you send us swag, right. Even if you're not a sponsor, send us swag, send us product. We'll sport it. We'll show it. That's what we're all about. Um, my, my pantry is only half full right now. So I got some room. Uh, Michael Bendos, Alex is giving out free consulting. Uh, Wade Yenny said, Sean Riley, yes. Oh, wait, that's for Alex. I guess you need, do you use wipes? This is personal. But well, you- I mean, I, I would, I would, I'm not currently, but I would. Yeah. Those, uh, Sean's with dude wipes, right? Yeah. They are, uh, I think every post that he's posted has been like, we are going after Charmin basically. (laughs) I love it. I mean, you know, I'm coming from the conventional side of, of retail and PNG is just this monster out there. So I love, I love what they're doing. Their marketing's awesome. Sean's a great guy. So yeah, go get it. Go get it. Love Sean. Had him on our other podcast, 15 minutes. And, uh, they also had a re not a re-airing, but an update from Shark Tank about their brand last season. So it was really cool to see. And uh, yeah, every single picture I see of Sean behind him is like 100 pallets of, you know, wet wipes or something. So they're doing well. Uh, Michael Bendos, couple things based on what I just mentioned, as far as how to approach a buyer currently emailing every buyer I've ever met with Alex Bear tried and true, tried and true trade show strategy. Now what now Wade? let's, let's kind of open the uh, kimono a little bit. Okay. What has worked for you? Like, like the approach from a brand, let's go to the Jimbo days. Like what has worked for you at trade shows where you're like, well, I can't, I, I, we've got to go back in the way back machine because I don't know that I was able to attend a show while I was at Jimbo's because that was the middle of COVID. So that is true. we have to go back further. I'm, I'm a guy and, and, we've talked about this so many times, you know, just in general, I'm not a normal buyer. I'm not normal period. But I, I think for me, um, I, I, I don't like being pressured. You know, I, I, I just, I like people to be transparent and be genuine as far as, you know, don't, don't, I don't need my ass kissed. I don't need smoke blown up. I don't need any of that. I just want to have a real conversation. I want to understand who you are, what you're doing, and, and be, you know, just be transparent. And, and we've talked about, you know, people trying to sell in. They've never set foot in your store. 
or they have no idea what your what your strategy is. It's like, you know, you you bring up Jimbo. So, uh, you know, if, if you've done an ounce of research, don't even bother picking up the phone or typing up an email if if you're not non-GMO. I mean, it's just it just isn't it, it, it's time wasted. Right. And that's kind of like the the recurring theme here is, you know, making sure your time is time well spent. And that so when something works for me, it's someone that that either has a genuine connection is totally just just, you know, just shoots from the hip, just be real and 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 be a human and don't don't try and put on your fake shoes and and just come come at with with your typical car salesman gimmicks. Just does that make sense? I mean, I I really feel like, you know, I, I, I say this a lot. I feel like sales oftentimes we make them more difficult than they are. They don't need to be difficult. And, and I understand buyers not answering emails, buyers not picking up the phone, get past that. But the actual, when you do have someone, it doesn't have to be complicated if, if, if you don't make it that way. Exactly. <laughs> you know? And I think so many times um, you go in there and, and you're so focused on getting out your lines or getting out your, you know, we talk about decks, ditching the deck, right. About, about covering all these bullet points in there, you you lose the human element about just actually conversing and connecting with the person that you're talking to and, and you know, finding out what's important to them. You know, it's just, oh, man, I, I didn't hit page two, bullet point three on the deck. You know, right. it's just like right. here, it's right in front of you. It's again, you know, it's like <laughs> it's right in front of you and you're too focused on this over here. You know, it's just. Yeah, I, I think that's I, I think for me, those are the people that connect, I, I, you know, and, and I look through the years and, and all the places I've been, um, you know, the people that I've connected with and done the most business with. That's how we've operated with, you know, that's how we operated. And I remember vividly uh, holiday shows, buying shows uh, for Kehi, because that's the one that we frequented uh, so often in, in my Ohio days where the you know, there was some back and forth and there was some, you know, some, some, uh, how do I want to say this? Some needling back and forth. But at the end of the day, there was give and take, right? I mean, you know, I'm talking to you and saying, Alex, you know, you're selling me, you know, I'll buy a hundred cases if you can get down to this price and oh, I can't do that. What about this? And just some, just some fun. Those were the fun days when you can have that back and forth and, and okay, well, what am I going to get? Well, I'll put you on display and I'll, give you an ad and I'll do this, you know, this back and forth. And I think so many times that just gets lost right now. And I don't know, that's, that's me. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, that's why, you know, someone mentioned here and by the way, I forgot to mention define coffee. So it's weird water, drink weird water and define coffee. Just Patrick, thanks for pointing that out. That's why someone mentioned way up in the comments about the Unify shows, right? Where the Unify shows are more like that. You mentioned it earlier as well, Wade, where, you go there, there's an understanding that someone's going to place an order and you're literally just human to human saying, well, okay, you know, you want the product. Great. Awesome. How can we work out this deal? What's good for you? What's good for us? Let's meet in the middle. Um, let's encourage, let's support each other so that this product can be successful at the store. And so um, that's, that's key. And what you said is really key, right? On just saying it like it is. And if you are yourself, you never have to worry, right? If you're yourself and they don't like you, it was never meant to be. If you're yourself and they like you, at least you're your real self, right? And they can like right. you for who you are, not as a fake person. 
Um, and going on to the decks though, which really interesting, we, we just presented to a very large retailer um, and I've, I've spoken with them before. And what I also noticed is just not talking so much. Like that's another, I, I've really had to work on that as you've noticed. Yep. <laughs> Listen, you know, and ask questions. And typically uh, there are salespeople that can sell themselves out of a sale, right? Or they, or they, 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 they say too much and they eventually get out of the sale. They were, it was a yes and a turn to a no. I'm sure that's happened to you, Wade, where someone has done that, right? And um, so listen more. Um, and luckily for me, this buyer loved to talk, which is great, and loved to share and talk about the mission and the strategy. And I love, I was able to listen. And it was one of the first meetings that I probably spoke 10% of the time, maybe. But also what I did, what allowed that to open, that buyer to open, right, and open up and speak more, is the slides were stupid simple. Like, so it was like, you know, it's, it's like there's like no words on the slides. It was like an image and a price, you know, and then next slide. Here's what it, here's a rendering. Here's what it looks like. Next slide. Marketing. Boom, boom, boom. And I finished everything within the first five minutes of the meeting just to give them an idea. Here's the price. Here's the product. Here's a promotion. Then I just stepped away. I'm like, okay, like I am good now. Like, let's, let's chat about the strategy. I want to hear your thoughts. Can I answer any questions? And then I just kind of zipped it and that works really well. So um, less is more. I think you nailed it with, you know, less is more less talk, more listen. And I, I think, you know, and I say this time and time again, but I, I'll just, it's, it's just worth repeating. Uh, you can't have a cookie cutter approach. Not everyone is me. You know, what works for me doesn't work for you, doesn't work for him, her, you know? And so you have to be, you know, and that's why I just preach and preach and preach these same points over and over and over again. You have to know your audience who you're talking to and in this day and age with so many different things um, at your fingertips, if you don't spend five minutes Googling, I mean, you know, between all the different podcasts and, and all the different YouTubes and all these different things, you're probably going to be able to get some insight into your buyer. You're probably going to be able to get some insight into your retailer and what they do. Uh, you know, and I've talked about going to the website and seeing how they promote and their Instagram and their socials and all those things. But you know, you can do that with a buyer too. You just have, you might have to dig a little bit deeper, find out what they're interested in, and then you have a better idea how to approach them. And, and so your approach to me, you know, I, I'm kind of telling you how to do it, but, it, but if, you know, if you didn't pick up on that, it's not too hard to figure it out. Right. And, and, you know, using these is going to be just as beneficial as using this oftentimes more so. So. Exactly right. And a hundred percent. And Patrick Godden also said, the presentation is the conversation. Um, that's really, that's really good. And, you know, you're going to be doing business together. You got to know, you got to get to know each other because there may be a call where there's tough times, right? Something tough, like it's not selling well enough or the product didn't deliver on time or, you know, something happened. And uh, so getting through the tough times together as a, as the buyer brand relationship you got to get to know each other, know who you're working with. Right. Um, because usually true colors come out, right. When times are tough and you want to know who you're working with. Right. So, um, 
resetting the room here. Um, ba, 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 ba. Sean Riley, Mint Chill is coming. Mint Chill. I think I thought it was already out, right? Or am I mistaken? Or was I, it like, maybe maybe it's coming to you, Alex? Oh, to me, that Could would be. make more sense. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm going to be chilling with that. And uh, you're going to be minty fresh. You're going to be minty fresh, or your baby will be. I'm not sure. You know, maybe both. Yeah. Maybe both. Maybe both. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, yeah, it's uh interesting subject. So Michael Bendos, uh, dude wipes are literally the best. Bilal Sadiq, Wade is as real as it gets. First, I wanted to get into, into jumbos. It's called jumbos. But after getting to know him, I just wanted to be his friend. Yeah. Bilal's the best. He's the best. Amazing. And uh, let's see here. Uh, that's already said that. And then we have Yuval, Salik. Hey, Bilal. And then they're saying, hey. And then we have Susan Bryanson just checking in better late than never. Happy, happy fry. Yay. All right. So now we're doing stuff we love. I think you're whispering to Renee to get you. Yes. Yes. Well, is that obvious? Man, I'm terrible. I'm terrible. No, I'm just very observant, you know. All right. So I have one ready. I wanted the second one. All right. Why don't you go first? All right. So I mentioned I went and got supplies, right? Um, Well, let's do this one first. this is, we talked about our sponsor, Patrick. Silly you to think that we would forget Defiant Coffee. Now, I haven't opened this bag yet, but it has functional mushrooms. It has lion mane. It has chaga. It has cordyceps. I have tried the ready to drink, which I can't show you the can because I've already drank it and it's gone. Um, it was very good. I enjoyed it. Uh, and so we're looking forward to trying this. I'm sure we're going to break into this this weekend. So the lion's mane will give me cognitive health. The chaga is going to give my immune system balance. And uh, the cordyceps is going to give me an energy boost. So that's awesome. Fair trade, sustainable, all good stuff. And my wife is so great. She did bring me one of these. I I drank the ready-to-drink offering of what I just showed you. I haven't tried this one yet, but this is the nitro. I love the branding. The branding is awesome. With uh, collagen MCT oil. Um, nitro infused, uh, medium rose. So I'm looking forward to trying this one. Um, and then, uh, boy, I, I'm, I, I'm sure it's it's on tape or video somewhere. Uh, Renee and I shopping yesterday. You would have thought that we were going to be holed up for six months the way our shopping cart looked. I'm, I'm embarrassed to talk about how much we spent and what we bought. But one of the things we got at the Fresh Market, what this loveliness so this is pop daddy pretzels and this is a seasonal beer cheese oktoberfest uh so yeah so parent parent is a is a brewery in michigan and pop daddy's headquarters are in michigan so it's kind of like a it's good stuff it's good stuff um lovely like it no it says beer beer cheese beer cheese yeah so the pretzel sticks yeah i i if you want me to eat one, I can. I just have to figure out how to open the box while, uh, or the bag while I'm talking. Um, yeah, beer cheese is one of my favorite things to make. Uh, actually, beer cheese soup. So yeah, see, just little sticks here. Uh, what what is what is beer cheese? I've never well, beer cheese soup. If you think about a traditional cream soup, like cream of mushroom, cauliflower, whatever you want to make, right? It's kind of a creamy base, 
and it's made. Have you had, ever had cheese soup, like cheddar cheese soup? Yeah. Okay. That's what you, you put. You, you put beer in it. No, no, no. Cheddar. No cheese soup. It's like but the cheese. whole thing is cheese. It, well, kind it's of. like a cream base. You know, usually there's a milk base or ha whatever, half and half. But then you actually put cheese in it. You know, cheddar cheese, whatever, ah, and oh, uh, you know, maybe some red peppers, green peppers, onions, whatever. Yeah. Um, but beer cheese, obviously, just you just add beer to it, and yeah, uh, it gives it a little bit more body, and it's awesome. So, oftentimes, if you go to like a TGI Fridays or Applebee's, they'll have the pretzels, and and they'll come with a side of beer cheese, hmm. and it's just basically cheese dip with beer added to it so you get a little bit of the flavor profile of the beer and uh the loveliness of the cheese it's it's great so that's kind of what's what's going on here okay i learned something today i did not know about beer cheese uh combination that i never really thought existed but it exists and it's good apparently lovely yeah sweet all right that's going to be on my list so the first one um i you know because of expo Expo East, right? And everything we're talking about. You know how people give out stuff? There's a company called Euromed, Nature and Science, and they gave out this swag item. Now, it wasn't, you know, I love hats, I love shirts, but if you can get something that's going to stay on their that person's desk for a long time, this is what it is. It's from Euromed. Is it a stress ball? Stress ball? It's a stress ball, but check it out. So it, it says, squeeze the day. It's a lemon. And watch what happens when you squeeze it. I'll do it from the side. It does that. And then his, his, it's his mouth. You know, he's like, whatever, like throwing up or whatever. It's, like just, it. it's just hilarious. And like, like this has been around, like we got this pre-pandemic, I believe. And like, we just had, like me and my wife, like because there's stressful times, right? And you know, any you know, baby and like work and we love this thing. We kind of pass it back and forth to each other like during the day. So. That, that's one of my favorite swag items. If you can get this, like it's called Stress Busters. I guess like you can go to Stress Busters and order this and put your brand name on it. So there's mm -hmm. that. And then the other one that I love is this. Now, I, I love yogurt, like we've talked about coconut cold. And but I, you know, these are at Whole Foods. These are two for $5. So a pretty damn good deal. Um, and this is a plant-based, coconut-based, yogurt from Kalina and they have different flavors like sour almond cherry they have lavender blueberry they have uh, bourbon vanilla this one and they have simple and plain and the ingredients hand shucked coconut hand shucked coconut water maple syrup madagascar vanilla probiotics that's it good so stuff that's so that's stuff we love was this at was this at jimbo's i think it was right i believe so i believe so i I'd have to look at the ingredient panel to verify that Billy's still on. He'll tell us, but uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah, I think it's organic. Yeah, I, mean, I got to look at it, but all right. So that is the stuff we love. And now we're going to go into our next, whoops, next segment here, which is called Friday Freebies. Friday Freebies. All right. So our, as mentioned before, but we'll mention again, our two sponsors are going to be two lucky winners today, and they're each worth $100. Each one, not both, each one. We have Weird Tea and we have Defiant Coffee. There's there coffee. I don't have the tea. I don't have the tea to show me, but there's the hat. 
Um, and here's the shirt. So let's uh, let's get and and we need to plug Patrick again. So Patrick is the CPG conduit, C O N D U I T dot com, and he's doing sales, strategy, insights, distributor management, all that good stuff. The website's the CPG conduit.com. He's here in the chat. Yeah, I'm sure you can reach him on LinkedIn. Uh, any way you can reach him, he's he's our uh, our our benefactor as far as the uh, the sponsors go today. So uh, as Alex mentioned, we have Weird Tea Defiant Coffee. So let's talk about coffee first. We're giving away hundred dollar credit to their website to choose from bag coffee, clothing, a coffee mug, or a sample of the new cold brew. Um, which I showed you. Uh, they're gonna, they'll have a, a code set if your winner will send it to you. Um, so that's that. And then second prize from Weird. Uh, they're going to do a, and we keep saying Weird Tea, but they also do water. And we're going to talk about that in a minute. But uh, you're going to get a variety pack of teas to try their top three items. Uh, and then you get a choice of tea uh, on your own, uh, a case, which would include, if you'd like, the hemp-infused chamomile hibiscus tea, which I haven't tried, but I need to. A case, your choice of water. Again, we're going to talk about that in a second. And then a shirt-hat combo. So uh, the weird side is going to, going to uh, load you up. I showed you the uh, shirt and the hat. Um, and we're going to talk a little bit about more about the product. So let's talk a little bit about the plug. So coffee, again, first, upgrade your morning with Defiant Mushroom Blend Coffee. They've added extracts from from the fruiting body of organically grown mushrooms for additional health benefits. I talked about it a second ago. Lion's mane for cognitive health, chaga for immune system balance, and cordyceps for energy boost. Uh, and then so let's talk about the weird. Um, right now, you can uh, get it on Amazon and at select national grocers. So the water, uh, they deliberate everything. Uh, I'm sorry, deliberate. Deliberate. I think it's probably celebrate. Celebrate. Yeah. It's it's a typo. It's a typo. Yeah. Everything weird, unique, and eclectic. Uh, they're better for you. They're better for the world. They keep it simple, clean, and delicious. No junk. Let's get weird. And this is the thing that's cool. So if you go to the website, uh, and what is it, Alex? Is it uh, drinkweird.com, I think? Yeah, I believe, given I'm, that. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think it's drinkweird.com but what's really cool is so they have the teas right but then they also do water and the water they give a hundred percent of their profits from the water to charity so obviously they make money on the tea but the water is a charity play they give all those profits back to or all of them to charity which is just amazing so if you win this prize you're going to get the tea and the water and a shirt and a hat everything so uh drinkweird.com um, Patrick, put the link for uh, Coffee Defiant in the chat because I don't have that in front of me. But uh, yeah, so those are the two prizes. Um, typically, Alex, if we do this, they get to choose first, right? Whoever wins or gets gets to pick what they want. Exactly right. Exactly okay. right. And it's uh, defiantcoffee.co, not .com. Not .co. Not .co. And awesome. I got to say, uh, just looking at the uh, the website, I love their branding. It's like I brought this to a, a golf tournament. I got, I got, I think they sent me like a a twenty four pack, and it was too much for me. <clears throat> I brought it to a golf tournament, and when it was like the hit, 
of the tournament. They were all like, dude, this is weird. Come over here. Try this. It's weird, dude. Like, it was funny. Nice. So it's kind of like a run-on joke. Um, yeah. So with that said, uh, I have the first question, uh, Wade. Uh, I will uh, give you some time to formulate the second question, unless you already have it. You kind of have that, that confident look, like you already have it. You already have I it. I think I do. So, yeah, let's see what happens. Okay, this one's really easy. Um, the, I mentioned there were two gifts uh, that I got for my birthday. The first one is what I'm wearing. What was the second one? Hmm. Well, they're going back in the way back machine. So maybe should should we break tradition? Should I ask a question too and see what happens, or should we just, should we wait? Uh, it might get a little crazy on the comments and mixed. Uh, Let's do yeah. uh, let's do one at a time just to give more suspense. All right, let's see what's going on. Well, we don't have to talk about what I'm doing this weekend, Alex, because uh, I'm going to be hold, uh, I'm going to be hold up right here with all really? this food that I bought over the last uh, yesterday. And uh, thank God we have sponsors. You have more food. But I, fortunately, I'm I'm on the uh, top floor of my my condo here, so I don't think we're gonna have to worry about any water aside from watching it out the window. So, right, we're good. We're good. It's it's getting really dark there early now. I can. It I is. Know it's, I, yeah. it is. It's it's it, and it's the same thing. I think the sun's rising after seven, and and yeah, it's it's almost a quarter till seven now, and it's starting to get uh, starting to get a little dark. So. Uh, good stuff. So, uh, uh, great, great, great attempt, Martin Stoops, uh, baby. That that is another gift. Um, that's what I was going to guess as well, Hank Watt. So I did say it in passing. This probably is one of the harder questions. Yep. Now think of what I like to do. That is such a giveaway right there. Um, not the stand up desk. I, that was a gift to myself. So what was the second thing that my wife got me relating? Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna Give him a little bit more. Uh, it's not yet, yeah, not stand-up desk. Hank Watt thinks that's the answer. So uh, it's related to golf. It's not a, it's not a, it's not a, it's not clothing though. It's, you know, I got the shirt. That was one of them. What was the second gift? Something in golf. Yep. But what was it? There it is. Boom. 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 All right. CK got the prize. Now, CK, let us know. It's Keith CK's Christian Clibiter. I think I got his last name right. Uh, took me a few weeks to learn it. Um, tell us what you want. Do you want the weird tea or do you want the defined coffee? You tell us. Right. And so while we're waiting for uh, Christian to answer that. <laughs> CK nod his head. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're waiting for him to answer that. My question, I think, is going to be slightly easier. Uh, so I mentioned specifically what it would cost today, right now, not early entry, but right now to walk the floor at Expo. If you're a brand or founder or, you know, broker, I said specifically what the dollar amount, what was that dollar amount? Without the early bird, right? Without the right now, today, now, if you wanted to go do it, I mentioned the dollar amount specifically. What was that amount? If you want to go on day, day three. Yeah. Or day one, you know, there was cutoff <laughs> dates for, there was cutoff dates for early entry and, and middle yeah. road. So what was, what's the amount, if you didn't hit the early entry, what was it? No, not, not for the brand or the, 
to a boost, boost not to for walk the, boost. the floor to walk the floor. It was a specific dollar amount, and I'm I'm not yeah. telling anybody what to do, but it'd probably take you two minutes to Google it. Um, but uh, yeah, you could uh, you could find it out. It's Christian is on the low end and Martin's on the high end. So there's there's your hint. It's in between there somewhere. That's it was a very specific question. amount. It was very specific. So. I think there's at least five decimal points, right? In that in that answer. <laughs> at least. Uh, it was this is good. You're you are stumping people because yeah, it's, it's they're guessing kind of right, but it's not exact. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I said I was exactly it was a specific dollar amount. Every um, dollar so counts in his business. You yeah, gotta it's a little bit more than that, Jenny and Christian. So now if um, you yeah. have the happy hours, then you're talking a few thousand dollars. Right. Yeah, so and so whoever this is, oh, Tom Malingo, boom, there it goes. 1095. Are you out of your mind? You remember I'm not surprised. Before? I'm not surprised that Mr. Malingo got that. He's uh he's a dollars guy. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he he actually used to for over 20 years, uh, Tom. I might screw this up. He worked in the banking. I, the bank I, I was gonna say I'm not surprised at all. I'm not surprised at all. So Tom gets the weird package and CK gets the uh coffee. FridayVibes100.com for, or FridayVibes at gmail.com. FridayVibes100 at gmail.com. Yes, to get the to get the uh, information so you get your stuff. So Patrick and CPG, the CPG condo. It's like the Ohio State University. Uh, thank you for, uh, for sponsoring. And again, we talked about this. If you want to sponsor the show, uh, we've got some openings and then uh, we talked about ratings. Alex, we're up to 68. So we have gained mm -hmm. some. We got, a, we got a nice little rush of those. Yes. Last yeah. couple of weeks. Yep. So we are we are nearing 70. I mean, that is so, or I'm sorry, 70, 100. That is yes. so exciting. So exciting. yes. Yeah, we're, we definitely have to get there. So if you're new to the show, there are some new people watching, listening, what have you. Go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Apple Podcast specifically is what we're looking at that has the uh, the ratings. You can rate this, the show five stars. Um, it shows up. It's very simple. It's free. Doesn't cost anything. Just helps us get promoted. Uh, you know, as far as um, as far as exposure goes. So, there watch is. how easy this is. Apple, this is so hard to do. Everything's in reverse. Yep. So I have all I have. You know, all these different podcasts. Hit library on the bottom. Hit library. Scroll down, you see our, this is so hard backwards, faces. See that? Now you're on our podcast page. You see all our beautiful episodes. Go all the way to the bottom. And then right there. Boom. Yep. And then you hit five stars. You, I think the very short comment or even no comment. And you submit and we're good. 68, man, we were at 60 last week. Yeah. So, so yeah, and, and and to Alex's point, if you want to write a written review and talk about something about that you like about the show, that's fine. But really, we just need you to give it the five stars. That's that's the minimum. You know, if you do more than that, it's great. But anything you you can do, and also, um, you know, if you share share the show uh, within your network on LinkedIn, if you you know when we post that the show's coming up, if you share that post. Uh, anything you can do just really to get the word out there because we're really trying to grow it, grow the community and just give back. And that's that's what this is all about. So exactly right. Well said. Well said. All right. Well, that wraps it up uh, for Friday Vibes, episode 37. Uh, everything that Wade said, boom, 
five-star review, contact us to be a sponsor, all that good stuff, fridayvibes100 gmail.com. And we will see you next week, same time, same place, Friday, 2.30 p.m. Pacific, 5.30 p.m. Eastern. Wade, love you, buddy. Have a wonderful weekend and be safe. Love you, man. See ya.